June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sound the gifting panic alarm. You need to get an amazing gift. Wait, no, the perfect gift. And it needs to say, I'm a thoughtful person. And I appreciate you. And I know exactly what you like. All at the same time. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode on Etsy is here to take the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life, like the pickleballer, the jazz fan, the zen seeker, the artist, or the pasta lover. From 90s nostalgia and mixology to reality TV and gaming, there's something for everyone on Etsy. A gifting moment is always around the corner, whether it's a birthday, an anniversary, a holiday, or even just a day to say thank you. Gift Mode on Etsy has you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Gift easy with Gift Mode on Etsy. Tonight, much of the country still in the grip of a brutal late summer heat wave with active heat alerts from coast to coast and no relief in sight. Here are tonight's headlines. High temperatures sending schools scrambling as students swelter in classes with no AC. Why districts are rethinking how they handle the back-to-school season. He's very distracting to you when you're in that heat. We've got Hurricane Lee going through rapid intensification today. A Los Angeles judge has sentenced actor Danny Masterson to 30 years to life in prison for raping two women 20 years ago. New York City Mayor Eric Adams makes a controversial statement about the rise in migrants in his city. This issue will destroy New York City. And an urgent mission to rescue a sick American trapped in a cave more than 3,000 feet underground. This literally is ground zero for our fight against fentanyl precursors. We're at a secret location inside a U.S. government bunker. Beside me, nearly 8,500 pounds of fentanyl and its chemical precursors soon to be destroyed. A CBS News exclusive. The 141-page report detailing the prolific lies insiders knew before embattled New York Congressman George Santos was elected. And it's not just a fantasy. Queen frontman Freddie Mercury's famous piano sells for over $2 million at auction. Sold to you. Thank you very, very much indeed. and thank you for joining us on this Thursday night. We begin with the dangerous heat wave still smothering a large portion of the country, including major cities like New York and Boston. 
which both hit historic highs today. More than 80 million Americans were under heat alerts today, and more than 60 cities scorched in record-breaking temperatures. Fort Worth, Texas hit 107, and Roswell, New Mexico, 105 degrees. That is more than 15 degrees above average for this time of year. And in the Atlantic, Hurricane Lee is now a Category 4, and it's gaining momentum, fueled by the unusually warm waters. The late summer heat is putting pressure on schools unable to keep students safe because they don't have air conditioning. Many districts canceling school or sending students home early as high temperatures force officials to rethink how they can operate in this extreme weather. CBS's Meg Oliver is in New York City tonight with how some of these districts are handling the heat. Good evening, Meg. Nora, good evening. More than a million students here in New York City went back to school today, but with the heat advisory still in effect, schools are limiting outdoor activities. Students in the nation's largest public school district headed back in the sweltering sun today. It's really hot. It's going to feel like 100 degrees today. The majority of New York City public schools have air conditioning after spending millions of dollars in 2017. As long as it's running, I think it should be okay. The heat was on in Massachusetts today, too, but in Boston, the first day back was a breeze. Inside the majority of our schools, it is very cool and comfortable. Last year, Boston Public Schools installed 3,800 new air conditioners, partially funded by federal pandemic grants. Now the $9 million investment is having a big payoff. We can predict that things are going to be warmer and hotter. This was something for students and staff that was needed for them to be able to Again, focus on teaching and learning, be comfortable in the buildings. A recent study found that students scored increasingly worse on standardized tests when temperatures were above 80 degrees. Dozens of districts across 10 states have been forced to close or dismiss early this week because of inadequately cooled classrooms. Back in New York, four-year-old Sophie had a cool first day of kindergarten. The three-day heat wave is expected to break tonight in the northeast with temperatures dipping below 90 degrees. But in Texas tomorrow, they're expected to break another record, reaching 108 degrees. Nora. That is too hot. Meg Oliver, thank you. The other big weather story tonight is Hurricane Lee. It exploded in size in the Atlantic, going from a Category 2 to a major Category 4 in just six hours this afternoon. The winds are now at 130 miles per hour. Lee is still over a week away from any possible direct U.S. impact. But the National Weather Hurricane Center says it will bring rip currents and dangerous surf to the East Coast beaches by Sunday. There's an urgent rescue effort underway in Turkey for an American researcher trapped deep inside a cave. Teams have made contact, but the researcher is sick and he's unable to get out on his own, prompting one of the largest logistical and technical rescue operations in the world. CBS's Ramian Asensio reports the rescue could take days. More than 3,000 feet below ground, rescuers from across Europe have reached American Mark Dickey. I'm alert, I'm talking, uh, but I'm not healed on the inside yet, so. I need a lot of help to get out of here. The 40-year-old expert caver suddenly fell ill a week ago while mapping out a cave system in southern Turkey. 
suffering life-threatening gastrointestinal bleeding and vomiting. With Dickey unable to climb out, over 150 rescuers rushed in, bringing medical supplies, including blood and fluids, and organizing a plan to bring him to the surface. We take care of our own, um, and it's really special to be taken care of. Dickey and his rescuers are appropriately at a place called Camp Hope. From there, the return path up zigzags through the Earth's crust, a stretch more than two times the height of New York's Empire State Building, with narrow passages that need widening for a stretcher to get through. Carl Heitmeyer is a friend and fellow cave rescuer in New Jersey. Walk us through what he and his rescuers will have to pass through. Well, they're going to have tight spots. They're going to have restrictions. They're going to have belly crawls. It's cold. The water is 40 degrees Fahrenheit and you're gonna get wet. And the plan is for the ascent to start tomorrow, Nora. Heitmeyer says best case scenario is a minimum of four days until Dickey reaches the surface. Worst case scenario, a week, if not two. Mm, Ramey and Asensio, thank you. Today, that 70s show actor Danny Masterson was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison for drugging and raping two women 20 years ago when he starred in the hit sitcom. As CBS's Carter Evans reports, both women delivered powerful statements directly to Masterson before he learned his fate. They got their justice. It's a long time coming. It took two decades for Danny Masterson to be found guilty of rape. The actor, best known for his role in That 70s Show, had been convicted in May of raping two women back in 2003, a jury deadlocked on a third count. Masterson and both victims were members of the Church of Scientology. There were allegations the reason it took so long was that the church prevented the victims from reporting the assaults. The women claimed once they came forward, they were harassed and threatened by the church. Just because it's a delayed reporting, even if it's been 20 years, it still matters. A crime still happened and somebody needs to be held accountable. His victims testified just prior to the sentencing, calling Masterson a true coward and a heartless monster. You relish in hurting women. It's your addiction. Another saying, every time I think I'm okay, that rape comes back to me. I've gotten to know the victims in this case. They're strong. They were committed to making sure that justice gets served. And today they got it. Now, the Church of Scientology denies that it harassed the victims or prevented them from reporting the assaults. Masterson's attorneys plan to appeal the verdict, but for now... The actor won't be eligible for parole until he's 77 years old. Nora? Carter Evans, thank you. The mayor of New York City is sounding the alarm, saying the cost of caring for migrants is pushing America's largest city to the brink. Resources are stretched across the city with schools stressed by more than 20,000 migrant children now attending there. The humanitarian crisis brought on by waves of migrants looking for a new life in the U.S. is worsening. Here's CBS's Omar Villafranca. From the border to the Big Apple. Started with a madman down in Texas, decided he wanted to bust people up to New York City. New York City Mayor Eric Adams sounded off on the flow of migrants to NYC. Thousands of them arriving on buses from Texas. Without federal dollars to help, the mayor says there is no space or money to house them. This issue will destroy New York City. We're getting 10,000 migrants a month. Every community in this city is going to be impacted. More than 100,000 migrants have arrived in New York City in the last year. More than 13,000 bussed in by Texas Governor Greg Abbott. 
Abbott blames President Biden's border policies for the influx and says liberal cities should shoulder some of that burden. Abbott has bused migrants across the country, more than 11,000 to Washington, D.C., 6,400 to Chicago, and 1,000 to Denver as part of his Operation Lone Star. Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas had this reaction to Adams. So seeing Eric Adams complain about 100,000 it, it is cute, but he still doesn't bother to put the blame where it belongs. But yesterday, a federal judge ruled against Governor Abbott on the issue of the buoys he placed in the Rio Grande. The judge ordered the removal of the 1,000-foot water barrier from the middle of the river. Texas has been sending operation after operation to our borders, and Frankly, nothing has stopped migration. The buoys have to be removed by next Friday. Governor Abbott has already filed an appeal and says he's willing to take this case all the way to the Supreme Court if necessary. Nora? Omar Villafranca, thank you. Former President Donald Trump's trade advisor was convicted of contempt of Congress today. Peter Navarro was found guilty of defying a subpoena from the House Committee investigating the attack on the U.S. Capitol. Navarro has said he was protected by executive privilege, but the judge denied that defense, saying Navarro had not presented proof of that. Navarro could face up to a year in prison when sentenced. He's planning to appeal his conviction. Also today, former President Trump signaled that he may try to move the election interference and racketeering case against him in Georgia to federal court. Moving the case to a federal courtroom would likely block it from being televised, as it will be in Georgia. Several of Trump's 18 co-defendants in the case have already begun trying to move their charges from state court. California is cracking down on fentanyl smuggling. Governor Gavin Newsom said today he's sending more National Guard troops to ports of entry along the border where they face a monumental task. CBS's Nicole Skanga was given a rare up-close look at the fight against fentanyl. An unmarked building hidden inside a vault and locked behind security gates. The spoils of the war against drugs. The drugs are right here with the fentanyl. Chief among the stacks, fentanyl and its so-called precursors, the chemicals used to make the deadly drug. We're at a secret location inside a U.S. government bunker. All we can tell you is that we're in California. Beside me, nearly 8,500 pounds of fentanyl and its chemical precursors soon to be destroyed. But before the fentanyl is destroyed, officers have to find it, scouring shipments taken off cargo flights at Los Angeles International Airport. Many packages originating from China. This literally is ground zero for our fight against fentanyl precursors. CBP Acting Commissioner Troy Miller oversees Operation Artemis, the U.S. counter-narcotics mission that intercepted more than 8,000 pounds of chemical precursors in the last three months. This is an emergency. It's an opioid epidemic where we need to go after the transnational criminal organizations. Synthetic opioids like fentanyl kill more than 70,000 people in the U.S. annually. She was a bright little girl. Like 15-year-old Melanie Ramos, found lifeless in her L.A. high school bathroom last year. Her aunt calls fentanyl the devil's pill. It's, it's poisonous. It's poison. It's plain roulette with your life. Another troubling trend, U.S. officials have seized hundreds of pill presses this summer alone, a sign that drug gangs are making pills on U.S. soil. You can literally 
press pills in an apartment complex and you can press thousands of pills. And we're seeing that in the U.S. now. We're seeing it in the U.S. U.S. intelligence warns much of those chemical precursors are being disguised in air cargo, deliberately mislabeled as children's toys, clothing, even workout equipment before being seized right here at LAX. Nora? Nicole Skanga with that important report. Thank you very much. Pennsylvania State Police say there was a possible sighting today of that dangerous fugitive who escaped from prison last week. The search for convicted killer Danilo Cavalcante is now in its eighth day. Surveillance video shows how he climbed onto the roof and walked free moments later. The last confirmed sighting of Cavalcante was Tuesday night. Family members of the woman he stabbed to death are under 24-hour protection, police protection tonight. Well, tonight, our new reporting on a document detailing Congressman George Santos's deception that was created and circulated before his election. Top Republicans in Congress are refusing to say whether they saw the damning report and still backed his run for Congress. CBS's Scott McFarlane has the exclusive breakdown of the report. It was the blueprint for the political scandal that would engulf Congressman George Santos, a more than 100-page research report obtained exclusively by CBS News. It was commissioned not by his opponent, but by the Santos campaign in late 2021 to dig into his vulnerabilities. The report raised now familiar doubts about college degrees Santos says he earned, his marriage to a woman despite being openly gay, and his alleged ties to companies that have been accused of fraud and scamming customers. I will go to Washington to fight for the American dream. And CBS News has learned a group of GOP campaign strategists in Washington were aware of the conclusions while Santos was running for office. What jumped out at you? The totality of it all. We shared the document with political consultant Doug High, a veteran of Republican campaigns. The whole host of very questionable things over and over again, and not just in one direction, but in seemingly every facet of his life, that is staggering. The report drew from Santos's own social media accounts, surfacing since-deleted posts and photos, flagging comments Santos made falsely claiming his grandparents were Holocaust refugees, and echoing the federal charges he now faces for allegedly misleading Congress about his finances. I, I have plenty of evidence. That Upon seeing the report in 2021, several campaign aides encouraged Santos to drop out. When he refused, those aides resigned. I think that's the proper course given just the bulk, at the sheer bulk of how much there was here. Local New York Republican leaders say they never saw the Santos report. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. But a fundraising group backed by House Republican leaders apparently knew enough to withhold its support for Santos's candidacy. His eventual victory helped secure Republicans control of the U.S. House. When that candidate wins, they're every bit the member of Congress is Nancy Pelosi or Kevin McCarthy, and there's very little that can be done about that. Santos has pleaded not guilty to federal charges and through his attorney declined to comment on the report we obtained. He has remained defiant despite calls for his resignation and is running for re-election as he remains a pivotal vote in a narrowly divided U.S. House. Nora. Scott McFarlane, thank you. There's an update tonight in the criminal case against a once popular YouTuber. We have the details next. This episode is brought to you in part by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, 
Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like The Guest List by Lucy Foley. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. A Utah mother of six who became famous on YouTube for her tough love parenting advice has now been formally charged with felony child abuse. Ruby Frankie was arrested last week along with her business partner after Frankie's 12-year-old son escaped through a window and ran to a neighbor's house pleading for food and water. Police say the boy was severely malnourished and had lacerations from being tied up. A North Carolina police officer is being hailed as a hero for rescuing a driver from his burning truck. It was captured on Salisbury Police Lieutenant Corey Brooks's body cam last month. Brooks had to undo the driver's seat belt and then drag him out of the truck and onto Interstate 85. A bystander helped. Moments after the rescue, the truck exploded. Unbelievable. Well, that driver is now recovering at home. Freddie Mercury once sang, nothing really matters. Well, tell that to the fans who paid a fortune for his memorabilia. That's next. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, you'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high quality organic dairy, ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Finally tonight, who can forget Queen's masterpiece, Bohemian Rhapsody? This week, the piano that Freddie Mercury used to compose it sold at auction for more than $2 million. It was part of a collection being sold by a close friend with the money going to charity. 
Mercury's first draft of the song lyrics sold for 1.7 million. The pages show he once considered calling it Mongolian Rhapsody. Sometimes one word can make all the difference. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.